Can you heal from abuse? What do I do after leaving my narcissist? What does a healthy relationship look like? These concerns cross the minds of over 20 people every minute, over 28,800 people every day. And the sad fact is, we still don't talk about it enough. Healing from emotional abuse isn't a band-aid situation, but it doesn't have to take years either. The lives of millions of other survivors around the world have been impacted by their narcissist. Yours doesn't have to. To show you how to live a free, confident, and peaceful life, your host and founder of the Healing from Emotional Abuse philosophy, Marissa F. Cohen. Welcome back to Breaking Through Our Silence. Today, I wanted to discuss a new documentary on Netflix that I was encouraged to watch by a lot of people and very hesitant at first because I thought it would be triggering or too much, and it turned out to be actually the perfect amount of fact and heart-wrenching detail. I do want to give out a trigger warning just to be safe. Anyone who followed the Jeffrey Epstein story knows how it ends. Whether you believe it was a homicide or a suicide is up to you. I will say there's mounting evidence starting to really show that it was not a suicide. However, they don't really get into it in the documentary. We know what we read online and what we've heard in the news, but nobody knows the ins and outs of the story like the brave champions that spoke out against him. The story is convoluted and heart-wrenching, as is every story of sexual abuse and human sex trafficking. But what makes the Jeffrey Epstein story especially horrific is the amount of Hollywood elites, royals, and public figures that participated in his mysterious trafficking ring of underage women and how he consistently avoided any consequences for all of his actions. I've recently watched the documentary Jeffrey Epstein Filthy Rich on Netflix, and I have a lot to say. I think it's something everyone should watch just to educate yourself on how trafficking rings work and how abusive power played a monumental role in the things this monster and all of his friends and cohorts got away with. Unfortunately, most people think that sex trafficking only happens in other countries, but the United States has one of the highest rates of domestic human sex trafficking in the world. It happens in our backyards. We just need to be aware of it. I'll try not to give a lot away, but I will just make a blanket statement now that all the names mentioned of alleged offenders are based on flight logs recovered from Epstein's private island and various first-hand witness testimonials, but they are at this point opinions. Having worked with sex trafficking survivors and having been very educated on the topic, not a lot of the information in this documentary surprised me. For example, Epstein, who lived in New York, Palm Beach, Florida, Paris, and the Caribbean, where he had his own 70-acre private island, preyed on young women in low-income areas of West Palm Beach, which was just a short drive over a bridge from his home in Palm Beach. He had several well-known socialites as his accomplices and scouts to recruit young women. They would frequent one of the 12 local middle schools and high schools to recruit vulnerable girls. They were all attractive, relatively young, wealthy women, and they were personable and friendly, which made it easy for young, impressionable girls to follow. And like an abusive relationship, it started slowly. They offered these girls money and an escape from their reality if they would only give him a massage. And from there, they learned about these girls and what they wanted to achieve in life and exploited that. They offered them financial compensation for sending over their friends to him. So he didn't even have to do anything. These girls, a lot of them coming from dysfunctional households, needed money to survive, and this was an easy out for them. 
Some as young as 14 years old were brought to him and abused and passed around to his friends, allegedly including Donald Trump, Bill Clinton, Prince Andrew, Galen Maxwell, Harvey Weinstein, Kevin Spacey, Alan Dershowitz, and Woody Allen. Everyone, including Maxwell, Prince Andrew, Trump, and Clinton, submitted denials, which are included in the documentary. Now that you have a visual of 40 and 50-year-old men being massaged nude by 14-year-olds, it gets worse. Remember that private island I told you about? Well, he essentially used it as a hub for sex trafficking. He would fly his friends, these high-powered elite men and women, to his island and set them up with young women to use for their pleasure. A former employee of Epstein who worked on the island was seen in the documentary and asked about the things he saw while he was there. He mentioned seeing former President Bill Clinton and Prince Andrew, Duke of York, on the island. He disclosed some of the interactions he witnessed primarily with Prince Andrew, and it hurt my heart. But what really grinds my gears about all of this, aside from the fact that it all happened, is that the Palm Beach police were onto him. Criminal cases against Epstein at the federal and state level mysteriously fizzled. A 53-page 2007 indictment against him involving more than three dozen alleged victims led to a sweetheart deal in which he served just 13 months in a private wing of a Florida County jail, which was approved by U.S. State Attorney Alex Acosta without any of the victims or their lawyers having any knowledge of it. While in jail, he wasn't even required to stay in jail during the day. From 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., six days per week, he was allowed to roam the streets, meet people for coffee, and act as if he wasn't in jail for one count of solicitation of prostitution and one count of solicitation of prostitution with a minor under the age of 18. The only two charges he got out of three dozen alleged victims coming forward. There was a small group of investigative journalists, detectives, and police that were following this man, and he somehow slimed his way out of everything. Even the FBI, who received reports from his victims and was receiving insight and support from Palm Beach police, suddenly dropped the case. With all of the mounting evidence, the paper trails, the reports, and everything, they couldn't put him away because he had blackmail on everyone. Everyone was afraid of Epstein. Think of something scarier than one person controlling the most elite and powerful people in the United States like puppets. He got away with everything because he controlled everyone around him. To me, there's nothing more frightening than that. And to his victims, he would throw that fact in their faces consistently. One of his victims was on the run for over 10 years and still received threatening messages from Epstein's sidekick, Galen Maxwell, stating that they knew where she was and they could come get her at any time. How terrifying is that? I mean, I've experienced stalking and it scared me so badly that I didn't sleep for three weeks. And I'm not exaggerating. Think about that feeling of being followed and needing to hide from a rich, powerful man who could destroy you and your family for 10 years. I mean, I can't even begin to imagine what that woman and hundreds of others who were victimized, stalked, and threatened by him felt. I won't give much else away because I want you to feel compelled to watch it and form your own opinions, but I'll leave you with this. The testimony and interviews with a few of his survivors are so honest and raw and so important for the world to hear. After these women spoke out, some very publicly, it sparked a wildfire of other survivors speaking out against Epstein and his cohorts. 
I am so proud of the amazing people that stood by Jeffrey Epstein's champions. The Palm Beach Police Force, detectives and investigators, the lawyers of these champions who fought for justice and continue to fight for reparations for the victims, and all the people who had to continuously fight through the bureaucratic nonsense of officials being paid off and owned by a sociopathic pedophile rapist and sex ring operator. What they did for these champions is heroic. They helped give the voices back to Alicia Arden, Shante Davies, Maria and Annie Farmer, Michelle Licata, Sarah Ransom, Shauna Rivera, Virginia Roberts, Haley Robson, and Courtney Wilde, and the hundreds of others who are either no longer with us or chose to remain silent. Thank you for working so hard to find and stop these monsters against all odds. These incidents changed these women's lives forever. The fear, the abuse, the belittling, and vulnerability they exploited lives within these people. Michelle Licata in the first episode says, Before Epstein, I was something else. I hope for their sake that all his cohorts are arrested and tried to the fullest extent of the law. Justice is deserved for all Epstein's victims. If you enjoyed this podcast, you have to check out www.marissafaycohen.com backslash private dash coaching. That's www.marissafaycohen.com backslash private dash coaching. Marissa would love to develop a made-for-you healing plan to heal from emotional abuse. She does all the work and you just show up. Stop feeling stuck, alone, and hurt and live a free, confident, and peaceful life. Don't forget to subscribe to the Healing from Emotional Abuse podcast and follow us on Facebook at www.facebook.com backslash Marissa F. Cohen and Instagram at marissa.fay.cohen. We'd love to see you there.